0: You run!
1: If you're not done with that...
0: Yes, it is. And with the New Day, there's a new podcast, a new season of the Two Words Podcast. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Two Words Podcast.
2: I feel like I might have to sue you. For what? Because that's how the background Morning show starts. You can't use the New Day thing.
1: I most certainly can. <laughs> <laughs> if anything, a wrestling podcast, if you pay me for
0: it. No. <laughs> I'm not doing that. Well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Two Words Podcast. And it feels like it's been a really long time since I've seen all of you. Um, and that's because it has, because I don't really see many of you. It's because it's an audio podcast. It's an audio thing. You see me more than anything. Um, uh, but yeah, we're back. Season four, baby! Already. Man. And they said four it wouldn't season. last. And I, I... <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think I'd get past the pilot. I mean, really. <laughs> I was... Uh, but here we are, four seasons in, and we are, we, are, we are back and better than ever. What a summer it's been, too. My in- in- goodness. In- indeed, it has been a summer. Uh, it has been a summer it, because we are welcoming in the Helmsley era. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's ever going to say it that way. But it'd be fun. It'd be fun. It'd be fun if he had his own thing. <laughs> he needs a thing. Like I mean,
2: I mean, we'll talk about it in the future. Yeah. but just the idea of him eventually being the Mr. McMahon character yeah. intrigues me. Love because you know they tease that a it. little bit. Yeah, you know, with the authority, but yes. just like just having them be the crotchety
0: man. It'd be oh, oh my grump, gosh, crotchety Triple H. Would be fun. Crotch <laughs> chopping, crotchety. <laughs> crotchety man, crotch chopping band. That's <laughs> what they do. <laughs> <laughs> well, we are so glad. And those are our two words, the Helmsley era, because we are going to be talking all about really the big deal this summer. It feels like we went off the air and then immediately they were like, oh, let's make every important thing happen now. That tends to be the case. Yeah, yeah. it just tends to be the case for us. And, and um, I know I, I said I'd make some content and I didn't over the su- yeah over the summer yeah it, it didn't. never happened that
2: didn't well, you so. know what you didn't we you said that you know we went off the air and then everything went nuts, but that's not true. We ended that season with an already relatively underwhelming start to this year, and the first half of the summer was boring as heck that's true, like I could barely watch the YouTube recaps of the Stuff going on, on on WWE and AEW both.
0: It has been a long time since I've watched an entire episode of any wrestling event. Mm-hmm. uh This past
2: week's Raw and the SmackDown before, or let me see, and the uh, SummerSlam before it are the first two full WWE shows I have watched.
0: Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Um, In a while. Long while. But we're going to kind of get to talking about all of that. uh But hey, yo is rick flair finally done gosh i hope so did you watch any of that any I of that match clips of it yeah
3: as uncomfortable
0: as Uncomfortable clips of it very uncomfortable right <laughs> like it was sad enough to just make me say you know you don't really have to do this he never had to and and it i i heard somebody describe it as like it's a slideshow of his greatest hits so, you know, he came out, he had the big gold belt on, and everybody. That's right. And that was Everybody nice. really liked that it. That was a nice touch. um Because we all act like we're okay, but deep down inside, we miss the World Heavyweight Gosh, title. Yes. That's 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 the one belt I miss the most. Man, such a good title. So this beautiful. The title we have now is for chumps. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's a chumps They're title. They're all for chumps.
2: All the ones that just have the WWE logo on them are chump titles. Chump titles. <laughs> um. Like, I was, hold on, just on that note. Yeah. My kids have been goofing around and dressing up as wrestlers and stuff lately. Uh, And so I'm like, I'm going to get them some toy title belts. And I'm like, all right, I need to get them both like a championship title, but I don't want them to have the same belt. So I'm like, I'll get the WWE championship title belt and the AEW championship title belt. And I'm looking at both of those toy title belts in my cart and I'm saying, they're just going to be fighting over the AEW one. It yeah. looks so good, so much better, and the WWE one looks like pure
0: trash it's next just, to it. Yeah, <laughs> why do we do this? Um, that also might be because I hate the uh, the new clean logo. You don't like the? I've never liked the digital the, age the, version. The, yeah, I don't really love the new logo. It's it's never really sat well with me yeah they Um, brought that out
2: with the network right that's when it was it was
0: like right before
2: yeah 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 uh
0: when they were bringing out the network they they kind of cleaned up the logo and and i get it i I understand why they did it i just it's a good it's not a bad logo it's a good logo i just don't like it I just don't like it as much as the scribbles. Absolutely. Yeah. The scribbles were really great. Um, But yeah, so he brought out the, you know, Ric Flair, he brought out the old title, which everybody really, really liked. He did his whole taunting thing where he struts around the ring, but except it was a lot slower. Um, Yeah. He he did like, there were sham, there were some of his moves that were just, it's like, really? Really?
2: It's like that one year that Undertaker wasn't in shape for his WrestleMania match. Oh, exactly. That's yeah, exactly what that it was. really painful. And it was like,
0: you know, Jay Lethal, bless his heart, letting, you know.
2: Uh, I'm checking his watch. Get over yeah. here. Kick me. Hurry up.
0: Letting Ric Flair put a figure four leg lock on him. Um, and then, uh, you know, in, in pure Ric Flair fashion, he bladed.
2: Yes. Yeah, Seventy two year old, that. seventy-three
0: year old man blading in the middle of the ring. That was unnecessary. How um, much blood does he really have at this point? Yeah, I mean, did, was... it can't be much left. <laughs> dude's gotta be anemic. And and I and the amount of blood that came out, dude's definitely on blood thinners. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> it's rough. Yeah, but, it was quite a bit. Um but he's he's done, I guess. Um I would hope so. It was nice that uh that Mick Foley and the Undertaker were there. Yeah, uh, I saw that.
2: Who else was there? There's somebody else I don't remember
0: who now. Off the top of my head, I forget who else was there. But it, w- it was like, okay, this is really nice. That's that's nice of them to show up. But this was not. Um, yeah his his Shawn Michaels retirement match was was much but again. Better. Yeah, that's the one I just want to keep much in my better. mind. I we're, don't want to. We're,
2: we're we're just gonna keep that. I don't want to. It was beautiful. It was a yeah. beautiful moment. I cried.
0: Um. Hey, hey yo, or oh, I'm sorry, you go ahead. Am I gonna tell us? Yeah, you, I was just waiting for you to organically do it, but you had hey, uh, well, I didn't know when you were done. You kept going. okay. Fine.
2: Hey yo, uh, MJF is MIA. No one, not I was even legitimately <laughs> about to ask, where is he? No one, not even close friends in the business have seen or heard from him since oh. June 1st. Oh, so it appears his anger towards AEW was not a work. He legitimately does not want to be a part of this business. That is a long time. Yeah, um, has he tweeted anything? I don't, I don't know. But uh,
1: let's let's check you Twitter check cause that. Cause,
2: I, I mean, they're not they're not speculating that he's dead or kidnapped. I just think he's not talking to anybody in the business. <clears throat> Like, this is a live check right now. Yeah, Twitter.
0: we're doing we're doing wellness, we're doing check.
2: a wellness check. <laughs> wellness check on Maxwell Take uh, a His
0: his last tweet was five twenty seven.
2: Wow. Yep. Okay. So he's just he's he's out. He's done until his contract runs out. I guess I don't. Yeah.
0: know. Yeah. <laughs> That's just <laughs> like what. What could have really gone down yeah. to cause this? I, I've said before, I think we've said it before several times on this podcast, there's really probably no way he'll he'll match in WWE. Like he won't yeah. really yeah. he probably wouldn't do a really great job like vibing well, but this new supposed PG fourteen era um or T V fourteen, whatever it is. PG thirteen, T V fourteen. Um I, I mean, maybe. Yeah, it might be the place. Work. It might be the place for him. I don't know. I don't get all those rating systems. I <laughs> sorry, had, they've only been you, around for twenty years. Have you ever? <laughs> <laughs> have you ever uh, messed with the uh, parental ratings on your Disney Plus? This is not a wrestling thing. Yeah. Um, I, I recently changed mine to, uh, like mature content or mature adults, whatever. And it felt weird switching my Disney plus app over to mature audiences only. only.
2: That's only like been a thing for like the last month or two since they added, um, Deadpool and Logan. Yeah. The Deadpool stuff. And now they've added Logan. no, no, no. I'm sorry. That was even before that.
0: They added Daredevil. They added all the Netflix, uh, uh, TVMA shows. But I like did it, and Hillary was sitting next to me. And I'm like, I feel dirty. I feel weird. I feel creepy. Uh, no, but no, MJF, MJF disappeared. Uh, if anybody knows where MJF <laughs> is and can tell us, and we broke the story. Right? We found, we find him. We, we find MJF. MJF.
2: We'd be all over
0: the place. We would be the best wrestling podcast ever. <laughs> we're already the best wrestling podcast. Well, we're, you know. I mean, we're, we're there. up there. We're we're up there. there. We're good. We're pretty good. We're the best clean wrestling podcast. It's Like, uh, I don't Put it know. That way. What if we found out like he went to like, I don't know, somewhere in Canada or something? Kind of like when Dave Chappelle just went to Africa. <laughs> like he just he just bailed. Yep, just gone
2: canada be the worst place to escape to right yeah but I'm thinking like, well
0: yeah but i'm thinking like you know like where do wrestlers escape to uh, yeah i there, guess that makes the, sense for the There's origin of a lot of, lot of uh, canadian of stuff wrestling in wrestling history um hey yo aw i think is gonna do something fun here with this trios tournament and a trios world title okay i didn't really catch on to this i saw a bit of a
2: bit about it so they're gonna have like a
0: yeah, so it's it's basically a title for Freebird
2: yeah. rules. That's interesting. Um,
0: I like that idea. You have uh, teams like Best Friends, um, okay. House of Black's going to be doing it, Blackpool Combat Club's going to be doing it, the Jericho Appreciation Society, Dark Order's going to have a team. Uh, I heard the Gun Club is out. Um, originally, they were slated to do it. Um, and Definitely no Team Taz. No Team Taz, because I don't think... Team Taz disbanded. Did they disband?
2: Mm -hmm. Just when I was starting to like... Officially done. Just when I was starting to like all of them. (laughs) (laughs) It took Uh, way too long to get you there.
0: It really did. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I'm very interested in that. Yeah, Uh, and then I think Undisputed Elite, uh, formerly known as the Undisputed Era, I think they just broke up. Did they? Like, hmm. yeah, here's uh, here's 22 hours ago, com reported uh, top AEW stable splits. Man. Um, they will not be competing.
2: Okay. Well, I'm interested to see where they go with it and who gets to be the inaugural champion. It'd
0: be fun. It'd be cool. It'd be kind of, it's it's different. It's mm-hmm. something that sets them actually aside, apart. Mm-hmm. So, I like it. Hey, yo. Booker
2: T was offered an opportunity to have his last match at StarCast next year, but he said no because he's still doing matches. He's not planning to have a last match. And even if he does, he's not planning to advertise it as his last match because he doesn't want to be doing a whole lot of super active stuff in the ring because he's old. He said, I'm never going to build up a match like I'm doing a whole lot. One tag in, one tag out. That's it. I'm done. Where's my check?
0: good for him (laughs) just just be honest just be honest booker like good for you like he knows he he knows knows what people want exactly um and he knows he knows his worth (laughs) and he knows what he can pull off (laughs) yeah i long to be in that point in my life where i tell who's paying me what i'm gonna do
2: (laughs) right you get one tag in, you get one tag out.
0: Like like mm-hmm. if I just showed up to to preach somewhere, and it's like I'm going to do 3 verses and if you want more, you got to start paying up. <laughs> 50 the extra three, dollars per verse. Hopefully there're 3 good verses. <laughs> extra if you if you want to choose the verses I preach on. <laughs> um or like if I lead worship, like, you know, I'll, I'll stop right in the middle of the song. 15 minutes, I'm out. I'm done. 15 solid minutes i don't care if we're in the middle of the third song <laughs> i you know how great how great is our god in getting that 15th bridge unless you pay out unless you make the money this ocean's about to dry up um dry hey yo have you caught the uh the cover for the new AEW video game oh the fight forever yeah 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 thq's uh, doing that one I did think. you uh, yeah, THQ and Ukes, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, let me let me take a look at it. Yeah, it's. I'm going to warn you, not great. Ooh. Uh, yeah, that right there. Yeah, it looks I like mean, it looks like a high school Photoshop project. It
2: does. It's it, but it's similar enough to like the EA titles a bit. I mean, it's a little.
0: I don't like the fight forever logo. Yeah, that feels. It's, that feels a bit cheap. It feels very like Mortal Kombat movie. <laughs> um, I do love that they put, like, Jade Cargyle on there. Yeah. Like, they didn't have to do that. Yeah. Um, she's not a super huge name that, like, is attracting a lot of non-wrestling fans right now. Um, I
2: but, love how it's called Fight Forever and there's two people on there that are out for injuries. <laughs>
0: Two people on there who hardly ever fight. (laughs) Can't fight at all. Very, very interesting. (laughs) Yeah, I I caught that. Um when does it say that game's getting released? Did you did we get a release? I did not see that. Uh, I think forever.
2: Um Doesn't say. It does not. It does not say.
0: Well, uh later yeah, that, sometime, later sometime this, this year. year yeah
2: yeah that's all that's all i can see on the wikipedia
0: well you know i mean hopefully it'll be good thq did good games
2: i lo- the thq games from you know the 90s and 2000s yeah. were fantastic yeah they had WCWNWO revenge they did wrestlemania 2000 both of those really good games but i don't know what they're like now
0: yeah, two K two K from what I've understood is not made great No. No. Great chapters. No. No. Not I mean
2: I I went off on uh the back row morning show about the latest release of WWE two K twenty two and how number one, it's ridiculous how they're nickel and diming you for every single character you want to play. Oh yeah. Like If you want to get every possible character, you have to pay $120. That's That's almost twice as much as the game costs.
0: That's too much. Which is stupid.
2: For no reason. There's Mm -hmm. no reason to do that. But uh, the other thing is, like, you could get the special Dead Man pack. Three awesome outfits for The Undertaker, classic outfits for The Undertaker. But in order to do that, you had to pre-order the game. The last time they came out with a WWE 2K was in 2K20. They skipped an entire year because 2K20 was such a garbage video game that they that. had to go all the way back to scratch and try and build again. And you're going to force people to pre-buy a game before they can see if it's just as garbage <laughs> as the one before?
0: If it's going to be worth anything?
2: <laughs> like that, that that kind of That's... stuff. Mm. Well, but
0: that's kind of how video games are going nowadays. I know, and but it's not just, cool. It just, it's not cool at all. It's not cool, guys. <laughs> um, uh, I, I, I hear stuff like that, and I'm so far removed from like video game culture. Mm-hmm. People talk about stuff like that, and it's like, I apparently don't know how video games work anymore. <laughs>
2: it's, it's a it's <laughs> like a mess. Do I
0: buy a video? Do I have the video game in my hands? Do I get like weird... I don't get things. anymore. I don't understand. <laughs> Very anything. rarely anymore. I don't understand anything.
2: Uh, hey yo, the uh, tractor spot at SummerSlam. Which, if you have not seen this, go to YouTube right now because Very it's good. awesome. Very in great. fact, go to youtube dot com slash love thy nerd and you can see a clip of us reacting to it, and it's got the clip that we're watching in it as well. It's really neat. Anyway, the tractor spot uh, was not supposed to be quite so dramatic. <laughs> Uh, When Lesnar pushed the ring back, it was far rougher and harder than anyone had planned for, according to Mike Johnson, the PW Insider. The spot was also only rehearsed once before the pay-per-view, and it was rehearsed by a member of WWE's production team who lifted the ring. Lesnar was not a part of the rehearsals
0: at all. Obviously.
2: (laughs) But it sure was dang good TV. Holy cow.
0: I just, you know, I, it was. No, it was an amazing spot. It was one of those spots, like, it's one of those spots they are going to make you pay to put into a video game. Mm-hmm. I know that will. It will It'll be one of those OMG moments, like they used to call them. Um, it was fantastic. And the whole match as a whole was fantastic. Yeah. Um, SummerSlam was very good. Overall, was good. I thought, I thought really SummerSlam good. really... Really was a good... Even the
2: low points were still just like mid-range points. They yeah. weren't bad. Yeah.
0: Which I liked. It might have been the best pay-per-view in the last two years. hmm
1: mm-hmm.
0: And I know we've been saying that the last couple pay-per-views, maybe they're just getting better. I don't they're know. Just getting, yeah, I think so. Um, But uh, but yeah, that tractor spot was funny. They, I think I'm turning into an like an old man though, <laughs> because I watch stuff like that, yeah. and all I can think of is there's no way an OSHA rep signed off on this. <laughs> no, no, the safety guy. The the, the I o- mean, OSHA walked in is gonna go, hey, where's your helmet? Where's your hard hat? You not have a hard hat? Do you have a license for this tractor? <laughs> is it up to date? Yeah, I, that's that's a curious thought. Do they get Actually, fined uh, by? Ocean? I mean, so there was I don't know, and there was <laughs> there was uh, it was um, it was still Thunderdome. It was still in the Thunderdome when they did. Oh, um, I've
2: already forgotten all about Thunderdome. Yeah, right.
0: <sighs> Thunderdome didn't forget about you. <laughs> um, it was it was like that last pay per view they did where it was the. The falls count anywhere with Roman Reigns and uh, uh, Kevin Owens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the botched ending, and there's a there's a there's a portion of that where he grabs a uh, forklift and he pushes the forks down mm-hmm. on him, and all I can think of is where's is his spotter? <laughs> you can't you can't op, that's a class that's a class a violation that's Then you know not you're certified these, yeah right? so yeah I'm, I'm, I'm forklift, forklift certified, certified baby you have to have a spotter ladies <laughs> um, no not ladies you're married <laughs> got a lucky wife I'm forklift certified um <laughs> I also ta- when I became forklift certified I text my wife I'm like baby Tonight you're going to bed with a forklift, sort of with a forklift driver. <laughs> You'll be my spotter for life. You're going to bed with a detective. <laughs> uh, you're going to bed with a detective. Uh, but yeah, like that's a class one violation, man. Not having a spotter and not having somebody watch and people like <laughs> under your forks. You're definitely getting walked out for that. <laughs> that's not okay. That's my last one. Um, yeah. So so finally for me. Um, so Eo Shirai, mm,
2: which is uh, now Eo Sky, right?
0: Yeah, th- that's that's my problem. That's your story. That's gotcha. my story. Um, <laughs> the name Eo Sky makes me want to vomit in my mouth. <laughs> I am disgusted
2: by that. <laughs> Why? Why so? Why so blue, Panda because, Bear? What's going on here? <laughs>
0: because to me, Io Shirai was a very good name. It was a it is solid a, it name, It is a strong name. We all knew it, and it was spelled very well. Like I, I know that's a weird thing, but when we have when we have Sheamus's uh, just awful spelling of his name. I mean, I, that's I, not how you spell right. Seamus.
2: I, I know that I read that the idea was just because it's hard to pronounce Shirai or whatever. But, like, we had Shinsuke Nakamura. Yeah. Who, <laughs> for forever, nobody cared about that. Yeah. They didn't make him be Sean. Sean <laughs> Nakamura. Sean. <laughs> Sean. Sean Nichols. Nichols. <laughs> Nicholson. <laughs> yeah, that's... <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, exactly. Um, like and they spelled it differently spelled it i y o oh
2: is like, that different
0: i didn't yeah. notice i didn't notice. it used to be spelled i o oh E-O. you're right um and, and i just here's what it is and i'm not trying to be uh, right i remember that now. i don't i don't know like if this just sounds like extra woke or like whatever but I just feel like like let them be Japanese. <laughs> I don't think that's woke at all. Stop stopping them from being Japanese. <laughs> they, were, they were born Japanese. Let them it's remain. It's very obvious that English is not their first language. <laughs>
2: well now at this point you're going completely opposite of
0: woke when you say (laughs) things like that (laughs) because i watched her on because i watched her on raw and there was they were cutting a promo backstage and she said something about bianca Belair, and you could tell they didn't know what she was saying either (laughs) they were just waiting for her to finish talking Uh uh-huh (laughs) uh-huh (laughs) Notice I'm not doing an impression. That's good. That would be smart. That would (laughs) be awful. Um, That would leave an impression and not one that would get you coming back. And we want you to come back because when we come back, we're going to talk about Vince McMahon. And we're going to get really unwoke. Stay here.
1: Hi, I'm Mark with The Thoughtful Gamer, and this is Reviews of the Nerds. Can't Stop, the board game, might be old news for some of you. Designed in 1980 by the legend Sid Saxon, it's a game night staple for many. I first played it a few months ago, so I'm here for all of you in the state of ignorance I was in back then can't stop is grounded in the mathematics of probability and nothing else. It's kind of like craps. On your turn, you roll four dice and choose two pairs. Their sums are the two numbers you advance up a track. You then get a choice. Lock in those advancements and stop or cease being a cautious wimp and remind yourself of the name of the game. If you roll dice that cannot add up to any of the three numbers you've been advancing that turn, you go bust and everything you've worked for is lost. Once you've already rolled a couple of times, the dice become familiar. It wouldn't let you down, right? I mean, there are four of them. No combination of four dice are going to give you one of the numbers you want? Crazy talk. Plus, you've already committed to this turn, so you might as well see how it plays out, so you push it a couple more times. Now you've got a significant investment hanging in the balance. One bad roll and it all disappears. Do you play it safe, slow roll it? Of course not, it's called Can't Stop, not stop if you have doubts. You stop only when it's irresponsible not to. Everyone in this game, without knowing it, demarcates the acceptable rules of engagement, the social contract that dictates the proper parameters of shame. Can't Stop is a smartly made stupid game. It's all id. In the modern board gaming context, it stands out as an anomaly, something you'd expect to find glammed up in a casino. It's the idea of push-your-luck stripped of all the non-essentials. I was going to write, there's not much to it, but that's not exactly accurate. It's everything it wants to be, and nothing more. Thanks for listening. Again, I am Mark with The Thoughtful Gamer. You can see everything I do at thethoughtfulgamer.com.
0: Back everybody to the Two Words Podcast, where we're talking about the Hemsley era. But before we can talk about the Hemsley era, we have to talk about the Vic, Vince McMahon era, <laughs> the um, end. and the end, more, hopefully. more exactly, uh, more, more specifically, the end of the Vince McMahon era. As uh, you have probably know, if you if you have been listening to this, if you are a listener to this podcast. There's a good chance you know uh, that Vince McMahon is no longer the CEO and chairman of the WWE, a spot that he has held for the last 40 years. Mm -hmm. Uh, I have never known a moment in my life where Vince McMahon was not CEO.
2: And I don't think either of us expected it to ever happen until he was dead in the ground. And maybe
0: not even he was going to pass out when he <laughs> they just bring back a hologram like Tupac. <laughs>
2: so yeah, here's the like the official
0: yeah, boilerplate. Give, give me the scoop. Vince McMahon
2: retired from WWE on July 22nd amidst sexual misconduct and hush money allegations. The former WWE CEO and chairman's retirement was hastened by investigations from federal prosecutors and the SEC into the hush payments from McMahon uh, made between two. 2006 and 2022 to suppress allegations of sexual misconduct and infidelity Stephanie McMahon and Nick Khan are now the company's co-CEOs while Triple H is the head of creative Wow lot to take in in um, that paragraph alone Yeah just <clears throat> a
0: lot uh, so let's just I guess start from the beginning um, It comes out that Vince McMahon has paid a lot of money Um, to keep at least one woman quiet about an affair that he was having. Now, I, uh, this whole segment may have to be cut, but.
2: (laughs) Speaker piece, John.
1: Just, what
0: exactly did he do wrong? (laughs) Like, I know he's morally reprehensible. Don't get me wrong. I think that he is a bad, bad person for what he did um, to those women and his wife. But it seemed like everybody's a consenting adult. Everybody consented to the actions that are going on. And this woman became a millionaire.
2: Uh, And adding to that, it appears that uh, Vince and Linda have not actually been... Together? Like, actively together in many, many, many years. This is more like a Bill and Hillary situation, <laughs> but I mean, I get, what, I, there. I get what you're saying with that question. Cause this, this, this feels more like a stupid scummy behavior thing. Yeah. Not so much like a, uh, Harvey Weinstein situation yeah, or something I, like that.
0: I mean, unless these, unless the allegations come out where, uh, and I'm sure that there will eventually, I don't know where the internal investigation that WWE says they're doing. Yeah. Uh, I don't know where, where they're at in that process, um, but uh, unless one of these women comes forward and says, his exact words were, if you want to be on TV, you got to, let's not rhyme anything, but... Um, <laughs> You want to be on TV, you got to touch me or something. I don't know. Um, they're never going to approve this episode. <laughs> so they're like, because
2: all of this is now coming out and he's obviously in the spotlight for wrongdoing. Yeah. Um, which the biggest, currently the biggest thing he's being accused of is inappropriately using the company's money to do and this.
0: That. Very, I say is very
2: illegal. Definitely worth. I think th- I down. think
0: the word for, you're looking for is embezzlement. Yes. Uh, but Close. because of that,
2: it is bringing out again anything that he's ever been accused of. He was once accused of uh, forcing himself on somebody way back in 1986. Yeah. Uh, The accusation came out in 1992 when a a former female, I think it was the first female referee in WWE, I can't remember their Mm. name off the top of my head, uh, went on Geraldo and said that Vince McMahon had... Forced himself on her, uh, and then later she was fired.
0: And not to be crude, but back then we kind of laughed all of it off. That's r- really how unjustly, the world was. Unjustly, unjustly. yeah.
2: That's, I mean, that it proves the fact that it was on Geraldo. Yeah, like it was, <laughs> like the these were. We're not giving you actual network these were, time. These were Maury. These were Jerry Springer stories, and all of them were taken as not so serious. And of course, no charges were ever filed. Nothing was ever, nothing ever came of it. Yeah. Um that doesn't mean it didn't happen, who knows, but we weren't there, yeah, and I feel like nearly forty years later it's i don't know I don't know if we should still be banging that drum all of a sudden the, again. Uh, the
0: statute of limitations, yeah, there's got to be something there I mean again that's um, that's
2: a fu- that's a weird line to walk, especially yeah. nowadays, and I understand that, yeah, but it's to to lob all that on him now in addition to what's happening yeah. just because what's happening is what's happening they're not the same thing yeah. they're not the same kind of accusation this is a consenting situation where now he just wants to keep it from the public so yeah. he's going to pay the woman not to
0: but it does it does seem very easy to believe uh especially <clears throat> with the way things have run in the wrestling business, the wrestling business as a whole, not WWE specific. Yeah. Um, that, that a lot of these people probably thought like, this is what you got to do. And that's and, not and, just and, the and wrestling and business, and he, you know, that's, you know, that
2: yeah. was like, we said, Harvey Weinstein, <laughs> <That's, He> used, <laughs> it's been in all of the It is, it is believable business.
0: that he used his position of power, um, not to get too deep into it, but you know the Southern Baptist Convention is doing is going through this. Pastors are doing this sort of thing. Yeah, um, not us. <laughs> just making that just as a ch- real as a clear. church staff, I just would like, not you us. know, uh, as two guys uh, who are who are currently serving together on a church staff, not us. <laughs> uh, we, um. But so that's that's believable, and, and I don't I don't want to like victim blame at all. Absolutely uh, not.
2: Yeah, absolutely not. But
0: this seems this seems. But well, this isn't even
2: really a situation right now where anyone's accusing him. Where anyone's even trying of to sexual play a misconduct? Yeah, yeah. like no one's bleeding a victim. Money. It's the company's the victim money. at the moment. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, and yeah. So I don't know, and it, and it seemed it was very interesting because we, we we talked about this uh, just kind of on our own. When it started happening, you know, it was announced that there was an investigation going on. And what does Vince McMahon do? He puts himself on TV. Every week. Every week. Or every
2: show for like two weeks, yeah.
0: Just to go out and say, hey, welcome, everybody. And the first Raw that he came out in, he basically said, I'm not going anywhere. Right. And then he dropped the mic and he left. And
2: then the second one was for John Cena's big celebration. Yeah. Thirty-year, t- twenty-year, whatever celebration. So
0: it seemed right off the bat that he was not worried that this was going to go anywhere. He's, he's kind of like, you know, I got good lawyers. I got out of the steroid scandal. I'm, I got, I got uh, acquitted in the Chris, Chris Benoit stuff, so I don't yeah. have to worry about any of this. And yeah. then very suddenly, scummy. and then very suddenly, yeah, it's just scummy. It's, it's nobody's. I'm not. I'm not saying the guy's not scummy. I'm just, but you know, um, and then. Like, very suddenly, we just get a you know, a push notification that mm-hmm. says, this big man's retiring.
2: Which, of course, leads me to believe, okay, maybe there's a lot more validity to this than anyone yeah, uh, thought. Cause,
0: yeah. I, I, I genuinely believe that somebody basically walked into his office and said, listen, I don't want to go public with this. You don't fl- definitely don't want me to go public with this. Let's just... Let's just cut ties and run. Mm -hmm. Let's just, I'm going to let you, I'm going to give you the chance to walk off. We can, we can handle this very secretly. But if you're the CEO of this company, when this information comes out, I promise (laughs) you, it's not going to
2: be good for you. And so I feel like a lot of wrestlers right now are in that kind of same boat that we're in of kind of balancing the scumminess of what he has done versus what he's done for wrestling. Yeah. And you know, a lot of that being good for the industry. There's some debate over how many scruples he had at the beginning when he started basically buying up territories and yeah. running them all out of business. Going but, back on handshake deals for a <laughs> right, stab. Right. But building up professional wrestling as a yeah, yeah, Nas- national or worldwide entertainment thing,
0: and that's a hard that's a hard line to go to because cause again we had this conversation um, when it happened. Uh, I I was the one that that created a post for the two words Facebook page, and I was sitting there and I I looked over this thing for like twenty minutes and I was just like I don't I don't want to sound like I'm praising the man right don't, don't know how to write it exactly to where it's like. Neutral. I don't want I don't <laughs> don't to say. Thanks for what you've done for him. wrestling, you <laughs> pile of garbage, piece of
2: garbage, you hot You're pile trash. of garbage, You're trash. Uh, so, like Daniel Bryan, he was asked about like what he thought of all the accusations, and his first thing is so one first thing I should say is no comment. Second thing I should say, <laughs> but about stuff and just Vince in general is maybe it's more about love. If you love somebody, is Uh, It's that people make mistakes, and you love them regardless. So basically, he's saying, I love the guy for what he's done, especially what he's done for uh, Daniel, or rather, you know, Brian Danielson. Sorry. Uh, They were both—they were close. Him and McMahon were close during Danielson's time in WWE, and, uh, you know, it was like a mentor situation, but not like an on-camera mentor, like a legitimate thing. It wasn't an Austin Theory-McMahon thing they were doing these last few months. Uh, To the point where he's got, like, a notebook full of things that he's learned from Vince. You know, he he, carries Vince in high regard. And I think, you know, 99% of the time, that's who he was to people. But that 1% will get you.
0: 1% always comes (laughs) back to get you. Um,
2: Ain't nothing done in the dark that won't be brought to the light.
0: Can you imagine if Facebook was invented 30 years ago? Just how... Nobody would have jobs. Nobody. Nobody would be famous. <laughs> People would be done being famous. Well, I'm interested to see how it'll go 30 years from now. Yeah, I am. I am. <laughs> I am interested as well. Uh, well, when we come back, we are going to be talking about the direction of the Helmsley era and what uh, what we're very, very excited about. I think we're both very excited mm-hmm. about. So mm-hmm. uh, stay here.
3: Hey everyone, I'm Hector Mirai, and this is Faith and Fandom 180 on LTN Radio. So this upcoming weekend, I am doing a church service at a Comic-Con. It's one of my favorite things to do. It's one of my favorite parts of doing con ministry in general. It's when a show actually lets me have like a full church service. And I'm grateful. Um, so I've been you know, promoting it and trying to make sure that people know about it even before the show is there. And uh, this past week, I received a message from someone who's planning to attend, and they asked if it was okay to wear cosplay to the church service. And in my mind, like ever since the first church service I did at a Comic Con, there's always been cosplayers. Like, and it never even occurred to me that someone would still be hesitant about that. Um, you'd think, you know, if you're having a church service at a Comic-Con, that's kind of like an all clear to, you know, let your geek flag fly. So I responded, absolutely. And I even asked their permission to talk about the fact that they asked me about that. Because I wanted to be an encouragement to, like, literally anyone, you know, please, if you're willing to come to church at a Comic-Con, you dress how you want to dress. And as a pastor of a church that's a little less traditional than many, um, you know, we still, you know, have these kind of conversations all the time. But it just was a surprise to me that even at a comic con service that's in there because I think we've drilled it into the heads of our people for so long that your appearance is directly tied to your holiness or your commitment to God. And, you know, I know that's a trite verse to use, but, you know, 1 Samuel 16, 7, where it says, But the Lord said to Samuel, Do not consider his outward appearance or his height, for I have rejected him. But the Lord does not look at the things people look at. People look at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. And I hope that we can be a people that continue to drive home the message That in any environment, if the heart is willing to come to the Lord, that's what he's going to see, not the outward appearance. Remember to catch Faith and Fandom 180 every Wednesday morning on the Back Row Morning Show only on LTN Radio. And if you'd like to learn more about Faith and Fandom, head over to faithandfandom.org where you can learn about our Comic-Con ministry, podcasts, memes, apparel, and book series. You can even read new chapters before they make it to the next book. I'm Hector Mirai, and thank you for spending the last 180 seconds with me.
0: Welcome back to the first two words podcast of the Helmsley era. Woo! I think we're going to be a better podcast because of this. Look, we've complained a lot over the
2: last three seasons about the WWE, mainly because of garbage that has always been pinned on Vince and his uh, micromanaging yeah. of the creative Creative. Yeah,
0: yeah I mean, like, staff. there's, there's... there's what was it? Last year, um, there was a story of Vince McMahon walking into SmackDown, and an hour before the show, he mm-hmm. ripped up the pages mm-hmm. and started from scratch.
2: And there were many stories where it's like you're going into that day not knowing what you're doing that night. Yeah. like the, there's There were at least three different times I remember reading articles saying that they were still trying to plan out what was happening on Raw or SmackDown as of the morning of. Like that's that's intense, yeah. difficult work to have to work under that kind of scrutiny. Yeah, and then <laughs> having to do, uh, try and be creative and good and entertaining, coming up with all of it within a matter of hours.
0: Yeah, and I mean, like, you know, there are there are producers for each match, mm-hmm. for each segment. Um, And, you know, those producers may handle multiple segments, but, you know, there's only a finite amount of work that one person does. Yeah. And then Vince McMahon comes in and is like, nope, I'm going to do all of it.
2: (laughs) Well, rip garbage. That was trash. uh,
0: (laughs) And and, uh, Kevin Nash was in a video one time talking about the writing for uh, WCW Mm. back kind of in in its big day. And he said we would literally have to to write uh, weeks out, and we would have to figure out what we were going to do because we were recording Thunder on Monday for a segment, or you know, Thunder on Saturday uh, that wasn't going to air until Thursday. But we had to write as if all of that stuff had happened after the nitro that got taped on Monday. Oh man. He goes, and we had to do that leading into the uh into the Tuesday night show whatever they had. It was like he's like, we just because it was a it was a mess. Yeah.
2: Trying that's, to that's keep track of all that stuff. Yeah. Ridiculous um, schedule.
0: So you know, with uh I guess really just things we're excited about. Mm-hmm. Um And maybe I don't know things we might be concerned about. One thing that I have noticed uh, right off the bat is the women's matches are already better. Oh yeah, the women's division overnight got better. Right, a lot of things, a lot of things
2: like that, like happened overnight. Yeah, SummerSlam, like we said, was wild. This last raw was good. I'm looking forward to SmackDown uh, this week. But like Michael Cole, let's talk about that. Michael Cole. Oh my gosh, he seems so much happier. So much happier. Also. The fans are so much happier with him. Yeah. He's been the guy that all the fans hated because he's been the mouthpiece of Vince McMahon for so long. And as soon as he was let off that leash people like oh i like michael
0: cole again (laughs) (laughs) oh maybe he wasn't he wasn't the bad guy here um well and he even said something on like a raw smackdown somebody was like oh you need to calm down he's like i have been calm for too for far too long (laughs) yeah it's like i liked you when
2: you weren't allowed to say
0: everything you thought so well things have changed yeah. Um yeah, I mean we went from having Becky Lynch versus Bianca Belair at last year's SummerSlam that was 26 seconds mm-hmm. to they had I think they had like a 10 minute match mm-hmm. to open to open and it was a banger of a match.
2: And it ended with Becky Lynch turning face again. Yeah. And then she came out on Raw and had a beautiful segment that immediately erased all the garbage that we've hated about her for this last year. Yeah. Like immediately.
0: I, I, I feel like brought back the man thing and everything. Yeah. It was great. No, I'm I'm very excited for that. Um She's gone now I'm, for several months. Well dang shoulder. But. You know. <laughs> shoulder injuries, what are
2: you gonna do? But I'm once again looking forward to her to coming back.
0: Yeah. Um yeah. you know, and you're having interesting women's matches like yeah. uh like who 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 came out the other day? Uh it was Alexa Bliss and somebody else. Alexa Bliss and Asuka were behind um
2: uh, um, wow, wow! I'm blanking. Who did she? Who did? Um, holy crap! My brain is just completely fried. Alexa Bliss and Oscar came out against the new faction with uh, all the with yeah uh, okay, yeah. and, and uh, Bailey and and yeah. Uh, so, but anyway. I can't remember. <laughs> I can't yeah, remember Becky, anything be- anymore. Becky
0: Lynch came out, or not Becky, you know, no, Alexa Bliss good. is back, and they're and they're putting together like what was the match for decent decent storylines. Um, one very interesting nope, thing that I've noticed. Um, hello.
1: What the heck?
0: Um, <laughs> you don't be playing that stuff. So sorry. <clears throat> um, you know, it almost just feels like a new life has been breathed into it. Like. Tommaso Champa's on Raw. Okay, they came
2: out with Bianca Belair. Okay. Okay, so this was Bian- this was Bianca Belair's match versus IO Sky. Okay. Uh Alexa Bliss and Asuka came out to basically be her backup. Bodyguards. Yeah. The heavy. Okay.
0: Um, I don't know why
2: I didn't think it was Bianca Belair.
0: <clears throat> you know, it, Edge is getting a good storyline now. Mm-hmm. Like he's not just getting like a background thing it's it's feeling like old edge
2: yeah i mean it is a little weird because he did step away from judgment day because he didn't like the supernatural weird angle that it was about to take and now he's come back in a supernatural weird angle of his own that is weird but it's still pretty darn cool
1: (laughs) yeah i
0: I mean (laughs) it's it's great and and like i said like like you know tommaso champa had had Mm -hmm. uh sworn off going to the main roster Mm mm-hmm he didn't want to do it. And now all of a sudden, Vince Commands out, and he's like, yeah, I'll go. Yeah.
2: And uh, they're, they're planning to enhance his presentation. We've, I think we've already seen that a little bit on Raw. I'm not liking the neon trunks. Yeah, I, I'm hoping that changes. Put him back in black. He's also campaigning to get his
0: full name back. You <laughs> <He> should. <laughs> Tommaso Ciampa is, is a fantastic. name It's a fantastic name. Is he fantastic name? Fantastic look. <laughs> fantastic wrestler. I would like um, Matt Riddle to have his name back too. I would please. like Matt Riddle to come back? I would like Johnny Gargano to be hired back. And I want. I, I think that's a possibility. And I want uh, Tommaso Champa and Johnny Gargano to do okay. the next four WrestleMania main events. <laughs> Speaking of comebacks, uh,
2: rumors have already been swirling that. Uh, it's pretty much a done deal. Sasha Banks and Naomi will be returning. Oh. They have reached a an agreement. Mended fences With
0: the agreement. <laughs> we won't come back until <laughs> Vince <Mensive> McMahon's gone. <laughs> <Maybe>. <laughs> That's all we want, and now we've got it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it just kind of seems to be a new life. What the qu- uh, question that I have? <laughs> Mess up. <laughs> The question that I have is, what do we do if we don't like the Triple H era? Because we have been screaming, yeah, for Triple H to be given reins of control, a of, of creative. And if you don't like it now, now if you're if you're against it, now I think you have to admit that maybe you don't like WWE, maybe you don't like wrestling.
2: Yeah. I I do think as fans we need to be careful to not see Helmsley as like the messiah of WWE at this point. The one who ah. has, has come to save us from mediocrity. Because it doesn't matter how good of a writer's team you have, how good creative you have, uh, you're going to have some crap storylines. Yeah, Those are going to happen. You're going to take risks, and the necessity of taking risks is some of them are going to crap out. Um, but that being said, I feel like what we're really going to be seeing is not so much garbage creative, um, but... An easier time coming up with the creative behind the scenes. We're not even really going to see the biggest change. Yeah. Because just like you said, all of those last minute rewrites, all of those big changes, and then worst thing of all, which made me stop watching at the end of summer once we were done with the season, last season, is the complete had The complete repetitive nonsense matches every single week. It's the same. That we're people not pushing the story over and though. over again. Not pushing it. I, I love the fact that we had SummerSlam. We had uh, the Usos versus the Street Profits for uh, the titles. That match ended the next night on Monday Night Raw. It wasn't the same match. The Mysterios got to go for the title. And they we're even done. said that. Look, hey. Yesterday, we fought these guys. Now we're moving on. Like, yes, thank you. In the last few months or the first few months of summer, it was all right, we just had this match last night and now we're going to have it again. And then we're going to have it on SmackDown. And yeah. then we're going to have it two weeks from now. And then we're probably going to do it again at the next pay per view yeah. and have the same outcome.
0: Yeah. I hate well, it. And so Triple H was on the impulsive, impulsive, impulsive. I'm
2: vomit every time I say it. Impulsive. Impulsive. That name uh, sounds like they were coming up with a bunch of different names for a podcast, and someone threw that out. Got all the way to the end of their brainstorming session. Going, you know, nothing's been better than impulsive. I
0: guess. I guess this is it. <laughs> uh, the impulsive podcast, and he said that you know the the thing that's really going to bring wrestling back to being great again is. Uh, Pushing stories and characters that mm-hmm. people want to see. And what he compared it to was, you know, you can see these big, huge blockbuster movies where you see that, see it and you go, Holy crap, this is the most amazing thing I've ever seen. And he goes, But if it's got a bad story mm-hmm. or dumb characters, nobody cares. Mm-hmm. Um the uh, most recent set of Ninja Turtle films by Michael Bay <laughs> <laughs> prove that, right? Awful. We're talking Ninja Turtles here, y'all. How can um, you screw up the Ninja Turtles? You you did. Uh granted, <laughs> why make another Ninja Turtle film after uh Secret of the Ooze? <laughs> like What about Turtles in Time? Man? Turtles in Time. You. <laughs>
2: So, I think that we're seeing uh, a lot of optimism. A lot of people want, they want to believe. Uh, The Raw, this last Raw, uh, Monday night, was the highest viewed Raw uh, in over two years. 2.23 million viewers uh, registered the highest viewership since March 16th of 2020. And I think that one was only high because it was the uh, first Raw after uh WrestleMania 36 which was when WWE had to go into the performance center so yeah. everyone was tuning in to see what the heck is Raw going to look, gonna look like, like now uh so I I don't know if that even counts and I don't know how far back it goes beyond that one but like this is this is a uh a push that people were waiting for
0: and and they have an opportunity I mean they're really They have an opportunity Mm -hmm. um, because if their ratings are this good right now and they can kind of keep those ratings similar. I mean, and I hate to be the crap on AEW guy, (laughs) but AEW... lost a ratings battle with a Seinfeld rerun on Nick at night. <laughs> yeah, they they haven't they haven't really been having the best summer either. Granted. Let's put it that way. Uh, it was a great episode of Seinfeld. It was the soup Nazi episode. Soup How Nazi are you gonna Nazi miss episode? that one? <laughs> uh
2: no soup for you. But uh, Give me the
0: bread, y'all bag.
2: Yeah, there, there's <laughs> Um, so shout, you know how to take out, the reservation, to, but You don't know how to
1: keep the reservation.
2: And shout, that really is the most important part of the reservation. Keep it. Just take it. Anyone can just take them.
0: Just take them everywhere. Um, <laughs> shout out to uh, Seinfeld Wrestle Posting. If you don't follow them, they are, a, uh, mm, mm-hmm. they are a place for wrestling nerds who also like Seinfeld. And. Uh, their memes can kind of get pretty, you can kind of get lost in the weeds. There's a lot of repetitive stuff, but there's some gems in there. <laughs> uh,
2: Which I think is the best you can hope for with it. Yeah. that kind of specific
0: meme page. But, um, <sighs> but anyway, so is there anything that like concerns you? I am concerned that
2: Triple H might um, lean too heavily into his NXT folk. Not the people currently in XC, but the people that he brought up. His black and gold crew. Yeah, the black and gold crew. I'm worried that he's going to leave the main roster WWE that have been around for a while kind of in the dust. I'm not not saying that I've seen that happening. But I am saying that is, you could see is always that a worry. You could see that happen. You could see it clearly in his mind that he could be thinking, Hey, this we need an injection of yeah. more of the fresher people and let the older
0: folks kinda But here's you or the know longer tenured folks anyway. But you'll even look at your longer tenured folks. I mean Alexa Bliss was uh, was a was an NXT person. That's true. Um the uh not the Usos. Uh you know, Otis is an NXT guy. Uh Chad Gable's an NXT guy. Uh the Street Profits are NXT guys. You know, you the people we like to see are Triple H's boys. That's a good I point. Mean, you make
2: a you, know, you make a decent point. It's um, hard really to think of that many wrestlers now that aren't
0: you know, th- like black and gold, like the Miz, <laughs> Miz, but the Miz isn't going off TV anytime soon. Um, but at the same time, they've paired him with Tommaso Champ <laughs> for, that's for true. no real reason, that's true.
2: It, it appears.
0: Um, <laughs> I don't know. Do you see anybody in A- AEW who's going, Yeah, maybe? I feel like mo- maybe I feel most like of there's going to be a maybe
2: not most of them, but I feel like a lot of them, any of them that were like, there's no way I'm going over. I feel like they're like, well, maybe now it'll be different. And I feel like that's going to be the case with a lot of folks um, who've either been let go by WWE recently and kind of made that vow because I really think everybody's s- squarely aiming all their ire at Vince McMahon. Yeah. like I don't want to work for Vince McMahon. Or I don't want to work for him again, and I think I think that's the Sasha Banks and Naomi thing that's yeah. proving that to me is like they <laughs> they left and they've been gone and they've been silent about it, and then uh, two weeks after Triple H takes over, we back. Yeah, we might see them as as early as SmackDown this week or Raw next week,
0: and that's crazy. Oh, man, to think they of. get a crazy pop too. Mm-hmm, they will. Um, yeah, if honestly, if Samoa Joe is not signed back to the WWE within the next 365 days, I'll take my shirt off and do the Steiner math promo <laughs> <laughs> with the chain mail and everything.
2: Yeah. That I'd is like how much to, I believe in that. I'd like to see Samoa Joe. Back I, I,
0: do, sure. I, I do not have any doubt in my mind. A guy like Samoa Joe will come back. Honestly, I could see Moxley returning. Really Good Really Moxley returned. I think I think You if, Okay If they're gonna keep the title on Roman Reigns Let's just This is hypothetical Let's just talk shop for a second If uh, Which is not the correct Phrase for this <laughs> By the way We're not talking shop um, If If they're gonna keep uh, The title on Roman Reigns Yeah For an extended period of time say, the next year, like they've been doing. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, having a guy like Moxley come back and challenge Roman Reigns, having a guy like Samoa Joe come back and challenge Roman Reigns. um, Yeah. I mean, you you put Daniel Bryan in there, and I – I mean the 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 ground will shake
2: with <laughs> how I, loud people are I getting. do think there's a possibility of Daniel Bryan coming back. Maybe not immediately, but he didn't really leave on bad terms. No. He just wanted a little more action. Creativity, a little more action in his storyline. But I could totally see him returning one day. Yeah. Um, I mean Moxley's a stretch Moxley feel, yeah Moxley I feel like is a little more of a stretch And I don't I don't think he was ever 100% happy with his role in the WWE So I don't know if there's any hope Left glimmering to come back to But Yeah Daniel I keep on calling Daniel Bryan Daniel Bryan, Samoa Joe You know those guys I think would fit right back in
0: I think Cesaro will show back up you think so?
2: See again, I'm not so certain. You are certain. He, okay. let just. <laughs> he just got. He just never got. What that, is like? What is he
0: like? R, uh, no. ROH champion right now. Yeah,
2: but he was never given the brass ring over here. Get out! <laughs> you think they're gonna? You think? I well, think, I mean,
0: it, I mean, it, I, right. I, Cody Rhodes. Thing, Cody
2: Rhodes did it exactly. I mean,
0: here's the thing: is none of these people are look. I don't think if, if they're smart that any of these guys who. Uh, who left and were disgruntled and went to AEW um, because they never got the brass ring. I I really don't think any of them blame Triple H. You're right. You're Um, right. and, And I think all of them, I think all of them are probably sitting going, you know, Triple H is over there and that dude always had my back. I
2: think you're right. Yeah. I think that's accurate.
0: I mean, I think the amount of faith in Triple H is pretty, pretty big. <laughs> it's a big, it's big, it's very big. Um, people some people may say, the, say the biggest faith." faith.
2: And uh, you know, people are telling me. I have people coming up to me all the time, say, "You got the biggest faith." Yeah. And uh, you know, faith like a mustard seed. Can't think. <laughs> Don't think they're wrong about it. You know, you can tell me. You tell me. But uh, <laughs> faith
0: can move mountains, and I'm looking for Everest. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Why is my my shop turned into De Niro? Wanted in my
2: backyard. Ever since my backyard moved with nothing but my faith. My faith. Mustard seed size. Some people say my faith is the size of a mustard bottle, but, you know, it's all perspectives. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Uh, yeah, what? I started uh, going into the Nero
0: too in that last. Yeah, show. really. You just know, <laughs> I don't to want a little, little bit come of fate, you know. Come on, it's it's, uh, <laughs> Can you milk me? You know, people want to <laughs> land a milk and honey. You know what I'm saying? Oh,
2: almost spat water everywhere.
0: <laughs> All <sighs> over your brand new computer, your fancy cameras.
2: <laughs> so the only the other other thing I'm worried about, okay, is that they're going to scrap the plan with Cody Rhodes. Because cause as it sat before, the plan was Cody Rhodes returning in time for WrestleMania. He's the one that dethrones Roman. Everybody cheers. I want that to happen so bad. Yeah. I want that match. I want that moment. I want to see it next WrestleMania. And I hope that doesn't go out the window.
0: And honestly, with Triple H, that moment could even be better. Because I think with Triple H, you would ha- you could have him win and then like... Justin Rhodes and Arn Anderson could come out and like his guys make it a big could come out and make it a big moment for him. Yeah. Um, I think he could, I think he could, he, if anybody's making those deals, triple H can make those deals. Mm-hmm. So, um, well, that's our show. We hope you enjoyed, uh, episode one Oh three. No, is that <laughs> not how, that's that not how we <laughs> number, whatever. <laughs>
2: Which one? Let me see. Let me see what we're on. We are on
0: He's looking it up. We're getting the information. We'll
2: let you know exactly what episode this is. We are on episode 29.
0: (laughs) Episode 29. 301 29. (laughs) Whatever. Uh, we are so happy that you joined us. We hope you keep joining us throughout uh the rest of this season because I think we got a fun season. I think this it's is going to be, be fun. We're uh, we always have fun. I'm looking forward to uh to this podcast under the um under under Triple H, so to speak. It's going to be um, interesting. It's going to be it's going to be fun. It's going to be interesting. I don't uh, think
2: I've been more excited to do this podcast since we started it. That's
0: true. As that's true. I am now. That's true, Um, but yeah, that's us. So uh, you know, head on over to uh, Spotify or Google Google Play or anywhere where you get your Apple Play, Apple Podcasts. There we go. Uh, I don't know how video games work. I sure as heck don't know how podcasts work. Um, anywhere you find a podcast, go listen to us there. Hit that subscribe button. Uh, let them know that you love us. If you can leave a review, leave the most number of, read the highest number of stars you can give us. Um, maybe leave a nice little note talking about how good looking you think we are and how much you love listening to our voices. That sort of thing. Uh, Matt, anything anybody needs to know?
2: Yes, lovethynerd.com. Uh, of course, com slash two words if you want to get to our archives. Uh, but you can go to lovethynerd.com. We got all types of nerdy content of all shades and sizes, uh, um, as well as like five other podcasts happening right now. Uh, for different topics we've got LTN con quickly approaching uh, it is in October October 14th to the 16th in New Albany Indiana and they're flying me out for that. Right? <laughs> No.
0: Thanks for laughing like I, that. I, I, I have to drive. <laughs> uh, and
2: they're not
0: even paying for me to go.
2: Tickets for that are on sale, of course, right now, and they're in the early bird pricing at the moment, and I think that'll last through the 15th of this month. So if you've been on the fence about it, go to ltncon.info, check out everything that's going to be going on, and even that's not the full list of everything that's going on. Uh, Just go over to lovethatnerd.com.
0: Just go over to lovethatnerd.com.
2: Well, LTNCon. dot Info. That's where I want you to go.
0: LTNCon. Info.
2: (laughs) In the register. Get your tickets.
0: Stop listening to me. (laughs) Get your tickets. Really? That's like the fourth or fifth time I've had to say that to somebody. Why are you listening to anything that's coming out of my mouth?
2: And of course, check us out on all the socials. I'll let you say it just to be proud.
0: At, (laughs) At two words LTN. Yeah. Baby. Perfect on the first try. Man. We've come so far. (laughs) Uh, Well, uh, we're going to be back every other week, and so uh, we look forward to hearing from you and you hearing from us. But uh, until then, my name is John. His name is Matt. And if you're not down with that, we got two words for you. Goodbye.
3: joy destroying lives